Hey guys, awesome episode today with an OKP. We got some history, we're talking about nudes, and we got people who aren't responding on dating apps. Check it out, enjoy, and share it with friends. Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep telling friends, coworkers, brothers, sisters, mamas, papas, brothers, sisters, anyone with ears. We'll take them. You know what the best way to tell people about this podcast is? Make it. Take a screenshot right now. Make it your Instagram story right now. That's an uninvasive way. You don't have to deal with the conversation of like, what's a podcast? Do I, I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts. I'm a fucking idiot. You don't have to do that conversation. That's the best way to let people know because they'll go, well, people will stock on their own. I, we all do it. We're all looking at people's things. Anytime you share a story that you're in of someone else's, you know what gets the most clicks? The person who put up the story. They want to see if they're hot or not. Put up this uh, Instagram uh, story of this podcast, and they can check if we're hot or not. I think this is a hot podcast. Hot cast. Because it feels good. It feathers my nuts. Ooh. And we talked about it with the last episode with Doug Key. We're doing a feather my nuts competition. So go put up those five-star reviews, letting people know how you would feather this podcaster's nuts. If for whatever reason you you missed Tuesday's app, re-listen to what we're talking about. Yeah, go to Tuesday's app and, and know what we're talking Maybe about. Maybe if you heard of it, re-listen. Re-listen on a different device so we get the points. If you're Apple, listen on an Android. If you're Android, listen on an Apple. There we go. Now we're doing it, okay? So listen, people. You need to go do those five-star reviews and let me go over a couple dates. It's the 28th right now. I'm going to be a Penn State homecoming for me with that Snapchat show. If you're not watching How Low Will You Go, you're wrong. You're wrong. Every Tuesday, Snapchat, How Low Will You Go. This Sunday, I'm going to be at Cleveland at Hilarities. Get those tickets. Then on Monday, I'm in Dallas at the You Up Podcast Live. So we're going from Cleveland to Dallas Monday Providence on Thursday for the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Then Friday the 5th, Miami. We're going to Miami. Benvenido a Miami. Come to fucking Miami. Eight and ten o'clock shows. And then we got more on the way, but that's where I'll stop. So come out to those shows. Also, last announcement before we get to our wonderful guest, an OKP. I mentioned Patreon last episode. Let me talk about Patreon one more time because what we're doing there is we're creating a community. That's no, listen, 
You need an extra podcast a week where I go off on tangents and riff and tell you about the place I just traveled to. It's a 20-minute episode every Sunday for three bucks a month. Three bucks a month, that's a cup of coffee to show your appreciation for what this show does for you. You could never use it, but you'd also go, hey, listen, every Tuesday and Friday, I'm listening to this fucking asshole. He's getting me to my, get me through my commute, getting me through my gym workouts. Let Go be a part of Patreon. Three bucks a month, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. And for $10 a month, you come here for the advice. If you need the advice, personalize. I'll get right back to you. It's like you, it's like you have my number. 10 bucks a month, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Get advice, three bucks a month, extra podcast, extra blog. Um, and I'm on there all the time. I love Patreon. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I fucking hate this commercial. There's a commercial that's on TV. That's for sport clips. Let me bring on my guest. You ever see this commercial for sport clips? Well, first of all, let me tell you that not only have I seen that commercial, I desperately needed a haircut in Los Angeles yeah. about a year ago and got my haircut at Sport Clip and showed up to the event that I needed the haircut for wearing a hat. Oh, they <laughs> you fucking, couldn't even wait? You were in a full suit they, and hat? Well, it wasn't a full suit. <laughs> okay. it was a, they ru- I mean, ruined my hair. And I don't really? have much. I mean, I'm, I'm not balding, but I don't have long hair. There's not much they can mess up. And they fucking ruined it. I asked them to put a part in my hair because that's like what the cool kids do. Okay. And it, they, Well, that might have been your first mistake. <laughs> you I, know, mean, I want a part in my hair. It was, and I was some 55-year-old guy who was balding. At Sport Clips? Did you see the commercial just now? That is not what they actually that, look that like. That looked like Hooters for haircuts. <laughs> for haircuts. Hooters for haircuts. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the new business Jay that, Train and I are starting. Hooters for haircuts. But that's a crazy... Do they think we're that du- This is Chris Stefano. Thank you for coming How you on. doing? Chrissy Bitchips. At Chrissy Bitchips. At Chrissy Bitchips. At Chrissy D. He's got a new podcast. It's not so new anymore. Well, I'm 32 episodes in, so it, new it's, to me. It's still new, though. I'm Is about that a couple new? thousand in, or yeah. something like H- that. How many podcasts have you? Are you too in? many? Too many. I have two podcasts now, which is like saying you're a virgin twice. It's right. very embarrassing, right? But it's good. But hey, dude, <laughs> but there people are listening. They you're enjoy fucking it. Put together. Look at the. I mean, I walk in here. You got. You know, you you have everything. You have the equipment from home. You have a credenza, credenza. that matches that matches your table. You have some this. of these people are so new they don't even remember when I was without a credenza. I mean, I remember credenzaless Jared, and let me tell you something. This is a better Jared. This is a better Jared. You got the backyard. <laughs> you got natural light. Yeah. You got stools that spin. Mm-hmm. You got the kid. You know, working for you. And <laughs> the classic Shelby. You we got, work together. You got fucking Shelby macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And. And Shelby Shelbo, Mac and C. Shelby Shelby Pasta. <laughs> yeah. And and Shelbo you're pasta. you're just doing it right. Because yeah. all I'm saying is you're the kind of guy. Yeah. That myself and others want to be around and need to be around. You I appreciate positive that. energy. I, I, I try to bring the positivity. And, and and you're a good Jew. I want a T-shirt that says "Bring the Paz." Bring the Paz. I want to be the Paz from yeah. now on. Like yeah. I'm, the, I'm the Paz, the Fonz. Like I would have a whole thing. I Here's, don't know. Here, that's. That has different meanings in other communities. What is bring the what's the bring P- the pause? Piece of mean? shit. Pause. Oh, piece of shit. No, oh. like even worse. Gay. Okay. It's like getting paused up. Have you heard of that term? No. What the fuck no. is this? Shelby always knows the new terms on the street. Just I don't from even the corner. Know what the fuck it is. 
Shelby's a good snazzy dresser. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, he's he. Shelby went fall very early. Yeah, Shelby. <laughs> Shelby went full pumpkin spice. <laughs> Shelby, it's like day one of fall, and for the listeners at home, he came in dressed like the uh, what's the the guy on the the bounty man. The bounty man. He came like he ju- he like he took the train from an orchard. Yes. I hate summer. Me you too. must. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. Hate it's it. So, ugh. I hate it. I Where do you live, sh- Shelby? Astoria, Queens. Oh yeah, so it gets fucking even hotter over there. Oh yeah, yeah. he doesn't li- no don't like that heat. But he came as if he was gonna go chop wood outside for a, a, a campfire. It's early seventies. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing, boys. Here's you know I made this decision, and I'm just I'm gonna start doing the paperwork. Whoever need to talk to, whoever need to get blessed by. Leaving Catholicism, coming to Judaism. You're in on Jew. Coming to the Jews. So this is when you decided. Had enough of Catholics, full-blown Jew right here's now. The best part about, here's the best part about being Jewish. Okay. Is the zone I'm in. Okay. The we can't judge. We'll make a comment, but no judgment. That's okay. a lot. There's a good Jewish zone where we'll go, uh, that like yesterday was Yom Kippur. Right. And you're supposed to fast. Right. They, but they have all these outs. Right. With Jews, where you'll go, I didn't fast, but I thought about God. And they'll go, that's enough. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, <laughs> you did, you, you know, that's at least. That's perfect. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I like Judaism. They, they'll go, oh, okay, you know, All right. we tried. So I can kind of, I it's kind of like a gym membership. Like, I can, yes. I'm signed up, I'm in, but with, if I go, it's, if I go, if I don't, I don't. The way I know Judaism, that's how I know it, and I'll let you believe that as well. My mom's Jewish. Okay. So therefore, you, you are Jewish. Jewish. I don't subscribe. Came out, came I don't Jewish, subscribe to that thing. You came yeah. out of a Jewish canal. That's, well, unfortunately, you you have you can't. You are a Jew. Well, you we'll see how yeah. Jewish like the podcast. We'll see how Jewish she is. The only Jewish thing she does is light a menorah. She fed us. The is Jewish. You're fed Jewish. Us bacon, shrimp, oyster. All yeah, the but fr- this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. All these rabbis, like I know this one dude that runs the. Uh, he used to book me on all his shows. This guy, great guy, Yosef. He was, he's the Upper East Side Chabad. And Chabad, their whole thing is just keep as many Jews as possible. Okay. Like, that's their whole thing. They, and then he'll go, eh. Like, they, that's how they, they only talk in this tone. Eh, what, you know. Right. You know, you know, like, it's just never. Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you figured it out. So, like, your mom, they go, eh, she tried. Menorah. Menorah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did it. So, you don't do, you no Jew stuff. I was like, oh, I don't believe in any of this, but you know, good for you. Okay, you're free you know, to do. But also, you don't have to believe in things to have it for it to yeah. be nice. You know, like when Jews die, I think that's when Jews kill it. Okay. The shiva call. Yeah, too much. No, it's great. Oh, it's great. This is great. Oh, okay. I think it's the best. It's really thought out. They basically say when someone dies for five days, you sit at home. Everyone comes to you. No, no, you're- no, no, no. What are you talking about? I mean that is what it is, but I don't want to do that. It's it's fantastic. Pass because you it passes that first five days where you go, you'd be sitting alone, or no one would know what to do. This basically gets it so you're never alone, and then you can you get, get you get past those first five days, okay. and people are bringing food, and people are getting drunk, and it's like, oh, okay, we're just hanging. Right, I'm in. I'm in. The only my issue is I'm gonna have to. I have about four or five Catholic tattoos. Yeah, that's crosses gonna be tough. and prayers. I'm gonna have to get those removed. <laughs> you're you're the big tattoo guy. Underrated I, big tattoo. Well, guy. I'm underrated, but I don't have a flow to my tats. I feel stamped. I don't have a flow. I need a nice. So flow it feels to like you just went to a bunch of bars in a college town. Yeah, 
Yeah. And to be honest, I enjoy my tats, but they were reactive. I got them after I got dumped. I got every tat is after a dump. Every top, every tat is post dump. So they're a bit <laughs> reactive and emotional. So what's the most recent tat? The most recent tat was about four years ago. Four, no, no, uh, yeah, four years ago. Most recent tat. So you don't like you have a daughter now, right? And me, I not with her mom, and but I did not get a tat when we broke up. But there could there could be a pending tat. I have a tat idea in my head. You pointed at your forehead like that's where you were going to put it. Yeah. And I was like about to stop you. I that's where the people are putting them these days. Forehead. Little, that's where the kids like are going. Little Zan. I think that I th- that's one I think that uh, uh, the test of time won't, that it won't endure. Yeah. No, that's going to be brutal. Anytime you get a tattoo on your face, it's a bad decision. But bad people decision. do it. They justify it now. Sometimes people go too high up the neck and I'm like, that counts. Well, everybody has a group now. It's like... Back in the day, you didn't. You, yeah. you had a tattoo on your face. You were an outcast. Yeah, you're. But now you get can out of here. Find you're, the others. You go to the woods. Yeah, face tattoo face, person. Now, now you could be rich. There's a Facebook group for people with only face tattoos, <laughs> and and you know it's the world. Like we have to live in a world where I saw a Facebook group the other day that it was, um, and I do a joke about it, where it was um, uh, parents without children group. And so hold on, we had Julia Olson on. Who does a podcast about and about uh, not having about not having a kid, which is fine, which is fine. And she said that in her in doing the podcast, she found out that there's this whole fucking crazy community of people who are like adamant about not having kids. Look, it's it's your, like hashtag free, sure, or something like that. I get it. It's your choice. You want to have a child or not have a child? That is your choice. I'm never. But they gonna, have to attack you now. Yeah, but it's just the problem I have is when somebody equates uh, what they're going through because they have a problem with their cat or dog to what I go through <laughs> as a parent of a human child. <laughs> yes, and people say different. that constantly. They're like, "Well, I have a dog, so I know so what." People it's, say that to you. People, have you said, have a daughter, and people say. Oh, I get it. My dog does the same yes. thing. Yes, somebody was like, you know, because I have to go on the road. You know, go on the road. Obviously, you know, comics and stuff. I was like, um, oh yeah, you know, it's it's tough going on the road. I got so much to juggle. It's like you know, someone to watch my kid. And uh, she was like, yeah. She's like, I know what you're saying. She's like, sometimes I have to go away for work for a couple of days, and I just need. I I don't have anyone to come over and check on my cat. And I said, lady, <laughs> the date's over. That, that was on a date. Yeah, to check on my cat. She couldn't. Here's the thing with craziness. Yeah. What makes her crazy is that if the, before saying that, she goes, I know it's totally different. Right. She, if you say, I know it's totally different, and I can't imagine. Like, the cat, you put out food, and you're done. That's it. You're done. If you put out food for your kid. My kid would throw it at the wall. <laughs> and, and you'd be arrested. I'd be arrested. My kid wouldn't eat it. And then, I mean, I'm like, oh, do you have to put your cat in a car seat and drive it to Staten Island <laughs> at 5 o'clock your... in the morning on what? the day of your flight? No. To get it to your dad's house so your dad can watch the baby? And then do you have to fucking take your baby to school and do its homework? Do you have to take your cat to fucking school? It's, you we know? live in a world where, you know, this is the big problem with everyone's interesting is that they don't no one's interested that's so yeah. that's what they're saying like you as a kid well i get it i got a cat yeah and it's like you know that's ba- that's from thinking that 
just that your life is everyone's life is the center of a movie. What I love so much about doing stand up is the live reactions and the judgment like that because you know if if the joke works or it doesn't work because nowadays (laughs) somebody you know because of social media will tweet something out let's just say and it'll get five thousand retweets yeah and their ego will be inflated to the point where they think what they just said is profound well the truth is it's not. It's, there's 380 million people in our country. Only 5,000 cared. Well, that's no, no, not no, no, even no, no, a New York no. City well, block. Also, we know what works over Twitter is love and hate. That's it. And also, you can just have the right opinion. Sure. If you go on Twitter, if I tweet it out right now, racism is bad. Sure. People. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you, the crowd. There you go. <laughs> people go nuts. They love it. And there's no, like, and, and of course. And that it bothers me so much on social media when people try to parent other adults. Right. It's like I know we all fucking took the Dare program. We all, uh, you know, had a, a social studies textbook with all the races on it. Exactly. We know racism is bad. Yeah. And it's like, uh, oh, whoa! Thank you for that point you made. I, I was at a show last night and I was, I was talking just, about the. You are really crossing your. I'm legs. sitting like a like a full. You're game sitting man. like we are two recently divorced women, and I'm telling you about a date I had last night. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting here with a, a glass of Sutter Home White Zinfandel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you had the toes, bucket of toes. Yeah, the, the, you know those little mini wines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're just drinking toes on the porch. Yeah. Uh, I was at a show last night. And I talked about the turtle straws and sure. just how much I go. I don't give a fuck about the turtles. I'm telling this whole long bit. It's a whole long thing about right. the turtles had a good run. Goodbye. Yeah. And this girl, these girls in the front were like, uh, like making faces at me. I go, what? I go, you don't give a fuck about a turtle. You don't. And she started Googling pictures of turtles with fucking straws in its nose. And I go, do you understand I want to masturbate on top of that dead turtle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's funny because we live in this world of like the social media mob where it's like everyone has to feel like they sound like they're right. Absolutely. Because they don't want to get judged. You don't want to get taken down by the mob. Well, because so the room got like weird. And then I, I said I would masturbate on the top of it. Like I went so far yeah. to make the joke that the restaurant was like, yeah, like it turned into, we were all like, get them fucking losers. I don't care about turtles. Yeah, because you're right. It's like, it's like being outraged is like a profession now. Yes. It's like, a, it's like if we solve the problems, because make no mistake, we can solve the outrage problems tomorrow, but then people won't have jobs. Yeah. And these bloggers, these self-made bloggers need to be outraged. They need to search they for what's money. pissing they them off. They make money. They get the clicks. So they get the clickbait. So out, being outraged has become a business. Yes. Um. So it is what it is there, but- yeah, dude, I'm just I'm going full blown Judaism, and I feel like that'll help me. <laughs> well, tell me about the podcast. We've gone off the rails. We're a little bit off the rails here. Well, that's what it's, happens uh, when Shelby dresses like a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> when Shel- Shelby's in his broke back mountain gear. <laughs> Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, day one of fall. That's in. hilarious. <laughs> we're we're minutes into fall. <laughs> yeah, and you already have on your tractor outfit. Shel- Shelby came with a big floppy fall hat. Yeah. <laughs> Shellback Mountain. Shellback Mountain. Shellback Mountain. <laughs> now you have a podcast. You're yes. in the game. 32 I, episodes in. So th- this is the perfect time. You've worked out all the kinks. So far, we think right now we have the formula that's working. We've we've seen a nice increase in the last few episodes because the formula that's working and what we're doing is it's called history. 
Hyenas. History hyenas. I say hyenas. I add an H in because I'm an asshole. Yeah, got to. But it's the history hyenas. Okay. And uh, comes out every Sunday night. Sunday night. The Bay Ridge Boys are. It's are you Instagram. and Giannis Papas. Me and Giannis Papas, aka Freddie Fetty Cheese, aka Freddie the Cock. Good. Now here's the thing. Go on. If you don't have Laughable, the de- download the Laughable app, and that app can get you. Go, go, you can follow Chris Stefano yes. on the Laughable app, and then it'll take you to the, any episode he's been on so it can get you right to History Hyenas. Oh, beautiful. I got to do, I got to, I'm just going to promote Laughable on my podcast, even though they're not a sponsor. Well, they're not a sponsor here. I'm, I'm, you know, personally invested. Right. I have, I have well, then I'm going to fucking personal pro- involvement. I'm going to promote because you're a friend and, yeah, a fel- and a, we're fellow Jews. Fellow Jews. Jew to Jew, I Jew appreciate Jew. that. Yeah. Now, explain what History Hyenas is, because I think it's a great idea. Because right now in the podcast game, I was kind of, you know, this is kind of ahead of it, where it was like, everyone had, you have to have your ladder pitch. It can't just be, I have a podcast anymore. Right. You can't just be like, you yeah, got to be interview. niche. Yeah, you got to have a little niche, and you got to have a community that rises out of it. We give advice. We're going to get to the emails later. You can send them in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Keep sending those emails. But tell us what, history hyenas is okay because i think this is a great idea because one time we were at the cellar and you were explaining like some battle in world war ii and i was like you need one of those like national geographic shows except instead of like the british voice it's you yeah it's me <laughs> it's like yo they fucking killed these cops yo the fucking battle of bulge was wild yeah. <laughs> yo the nazis got their asses kicked because they didn't flank so- uh, yeah um so my podcast, so it's me and Giannis Papas, and what we do is we talk about um, specific moments in history. I mean, and you know, of course, we'll take uh, suggestions from fans. Anybody who wants to hear something, yeah. we'll do an episode for you, no problem. But like, we try to talk about the historical um, prevalence of whatever event it was, and then we do we put ourselves in that situation. What would you have done? What would we have done? Mm. And we try to make it like if we were Civil War soldiers, what we would do, what we would look like, what we would act like. If we were if we were you know Roman soldiers under Emperor Nero, what sure. would happen? You know, um, and then and then we have some personal history stories, like like we did an episode about the Battle of Crete, and Giannis's mother actually grew up. Uh, as a young teenager in Nazi-occupied Greece. I heard no that way. one. Yeah, so that one was fucking nuts. Can I tell you a wild story about that? Please. Okay, so Giannis. First of all, Giannis didn't want to tell this story on the podcast when we started the episode. and I This stopped. is called History yeah. Hyenas. And I stopped the podcast. I paused it, and I grabbed him by his dumb peanut lesbian head. <laughs> and I said, Giannis, if you don't tell that fucking yeah. story, I'm going to beat the shit Why out of you. Why even have the show? Yeah. Because so what happened was with Giannis, Giannis is uh, uh, oh Grant Gordon on a commercial. That's a friend, another Grant comic, Gordon friend of ours. is on every commercial now on TV. It's crazy. Great guy. Great um, guy. Funny. Boost Mobile commercial. He's uh, on a. He's the Boost Mobile guy. Yes. Um, so Battle oh, of Crete. So wait, what, wait. On the several commercials, we didn't even get through the sport clip thing. Oh, Do yeah, you sorry. hate when it's like they think we're the dumbest people alive when we're like, "Whoa, hot chicks! We got a name on a board!" <laughs> <laughs> like they play a song in the beginning of the sport clip commercial, where they go, "Gotta get your spot!" And it's like, <laughs> I'm not fucking walking into the arena to right. fight in a prize fight, right, right, like, right. and I'm going to get my hair cut. Well, you know what? Most people they would just entertain that. They're, they're entertained by it. You know, I, I it is what so. it is. I don't uh, think that's where your anger really. I think you're mad because in your neighborhood you can only get lineups. Oh, yeah, that's true. Where do you get a haircut here? I go to the Upper West Side. I have to go downtown. You have no choice. You I have tried to get- going up. And listen, I know this sounds bad, but I know a lot of black people that won't go 
yeah. to a well, white a barber. And so I, I went to a barber shop down here. The place literally stood still. They couldn't believe I walked in. It's a in. different haircut. It's a different haircut. And the guy circled my head seven times being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, have you done this before? He's like, yeah, I used to do it on the mannequin back in school. And I was like, yeah, yeah I got to go somewhere else. You got to go in the middle. What do you Hispanic. mean? Hispanic. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna like. <laughs> so your thing is a three bears situation: one hot, two hot, two cold. No, I go to the Upper <laughs> West Side. I go where they've seen Jews. So you have to take public Chris, transportation. You gotta go to the Upper West Side now too. You're Jewish. Now. I'm gonna. Gonna yeah, gonna I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait to go to Moishas. <laughs> so what was the haircut? Um, so the no, not the haircut. The Battle of Crete. So, okay. <laughs> so what happened was. Is Giannis's mother, mm-hmm. uh, young girl at the time in the nineteen? Uh, this was nineteen forty-one or two. So, so World War Two, World War Two had just started. Okay, mm-hmm. so the reason why Crete, the island of Crete, which is right off the coast of Greece, it was strategically very, very, very important because the Nazis wanted to base. They wanted that. that that's where they would launch into Africa from okay, Crete. So the Battle it. of Northern Africa, and they need to take Africa to get the troops to eventually take over and defeat russia that's what this is the plan Mm. okay so what happens is is the nazis invade greece invade greece i'm looking at it on a map yeah it's very important so cretans like you know the cretans battle of crete they are fucking very they are the kind of people who they just like a greek who will like will always hold a vendetta with you just fucking like they will absolutely. So the Cretans are like a very specific type of Greek. Like, do they even consider themselves Greek? Oh no, they're Greeks. Okay. They are Greeks. That Gre- Crete is an island. It's like it's like the Staten Island of Greece. Okay, got they're it. They're badass motherfuckers. They're all in the Greek mafia. Yeah, this uh, island leads right to Egypt, like yeah. Libya. You know, you get it everywhere from this. Yeah, right to get right to North Africa from there. So yeah. it's 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 importante. So, so what happened? I'll tell you brief. I'll I'll get to Giannis's mother story. Uh, after this but just quickly what happens is real quick is hitler doesn't even send his best guys over there hitler's like listen it's fucking greece send in the c squad send in the c squad send yeah. in the fucking tuesday afternoon stripper squad yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> we're gonna beat the shit out of these greeks whatever <laughs> a bunch of old strippers show up yeah so the greeks, <laughs> nazi uniforms the greeks especially the battle of, uh, especially the Cretans. surprise surprise Hold off the Nazis for about a week. Okay. Which, keep in mind, at this time of the war, the Nazis are steamrolling. The Nazis took Poland in about ten hours. Really? Just, yeah, because the Blitzkrieg. It was nobody had ever seen this before. Where basically it was, it's just an all-out blitz. You know, okay. like the word blitz in football. Yeah. It's Blitzkrieg. It's like we're just sending. Every, there's no strategy. Well, there's strategy, but it's like you know, other team. Well, okay, we'll send in the infantry. Then we'll send in the. They're just like Hitler was just like throw it at him. Hitler was like fucking guns. Automobile, you know, cars, plane. We're just throwing shit at you. We're going to yeah. explode. And that's what we're going to do. Very so, not Jewish of him. Yes. We're a more careful people. Yeah. Thought out, methodic. Very yeah. un-Jew. Okay. Um, Weird that Hitler wouldn't act like a Jew. But yeah. <laughs> okay. When he should have people. Wasn't he born a Jew? There's, uh, there's every, rumors. Everyone puts everything on him. There's a whole new... Re- re- remember when they said that Hitler's penis was small? Yeah, micro penis. <laughs> yes. Is that not true? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just think it's like easy to just be like, yeah, and Hitler had AIDS and he had <laughs> a small penis and he, he Hitler was actually read. the first trans. Yeah, yeah, couldn't read <laughs> yeah. all this shit. Just everything was Hitler. Yeah. You know, like it's I, just easy. I agree with you guys. Give Hitler a break. Give him a yes. break. Yeah, that, that's a, yeah. let's call it. That'll be the title of this episode. So go yeah. on. What happened Give with Hitler? A break <laughs> with my fucking tiki torch. 
such cop face. Perfect. Perfect. Like alt-right haircut. Um, <laughs> um, so the the Greeks wind up holding off the Nazis for about a week, which wow. people are just steamrolling them. So they hold them off. So what happens is Hitler gets word of this, gets pissed off, fires his of general, fires a couple of his generals, and sends a lot of Nazi soldiers to Greece. To so now the real the people are coming. So now the Nazis come. They take over Greece relatively quickly after that because they sent everybody. But the catch is, is Hitler then decides about a month later, two months later, all those people that he sent, all those Nazi soldiers that should have been rested and not used, had to be used for Greece. He decides to invade Russia. Okay, mm. which is this is Hitler's flaw. He, you know, uh, 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 you know, battle of the of the few of the few. Yeah, if you're gonna <laughs> say one bad thing about Hitler, <laughs> yeah. this is it. No, no. So Hitler then decides to invade Russia and. Um, is, you know, everybody knows you can't invade Russia in the winter, except Hitler. He didn't give a fuck. And the winter wound up killing, you know, 60 percent of Hitler's army. And then that's how they ultimately get defeated. And then the U.S. joins. And it's really and it's, and it's just over for Hitler. It was over for Hitler. The Battle of Crete was not the decisive thing, but the Battle of Crete slowed down the well, Blitzkrieg and showed it's it's a butterfly effect. Absolutely. One thing. There's always a cause and effect. This is well, this is back to the straws. Yes, <laughs> straws. Here we go. It always comes back to the straws for me. When I was saying I'll, I'd masturbate over a dead turtle, do you know straws are important to disabled people? Sure, of course. I used to be a physical therapist. So you know they need these to like, you know, disabled people, like if you're in a wheelchair, you need a straw. Yeah, like, listen. So that's the thing. These, these fucking people who think they're better than you, you know, just like Hitler was like, well, fuck it. We're going right. into, into Greece and then we're going into Russia, even though my army's now weaker to go into Russia with. Yeah. Same with the straw people. These Hitler straw people. Exactly. Are like, oh, we're going to save a turtle. Oh, they're stepping over a disabled person to save a turtle. Exactly. They don't care. Look, the truth is, and I think we know this and most people know this, but just, just to hear it again. The truth is nobody fucking cares. No one cares. Okay. People are outraged for a minute. You don't really feels care good. about anything. It feels good to get outraged. Yeah. You it don't, feels good to have the people go, yeah, you're yeah, right. Because the Fuck truth them. is most of at least Americans, we're just bored. We want Things eat. are so good here yeah, we that we're eat, bored. Fucking sleep. Do you think that the fucking, you know, the millennial age people of Syria care about <laughs> turtle straws or if trans people no. can use a fucking bathroom or not? They don't. They're not okay? worried. These they are not real. Bigger, big, bigger concerns. It's just like the crowd here. We're just wow, so. They, you really speak to the crowd here. There it is. All white, but I mean, you yeah. speak to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, look. Listen, the trans thing. I think trans people should be able to just use whatever bathroom they want. I'm just using it as an example of like, I hear you. like topics it, that like they're important, but like let's be on. Like we have a lot bigger problems. Well, that's the thing. We we have bigger problems than misspeaking on the subject. Like you should be able. Exactly. Oh, wait, what did you say? I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, like, okay, goodbye. Water yeah, like, on the bridge. You know, Norm McDonald or or the guys we fucked were in the news the other night uh, for their podcast because they said something. It's like these things shouldn't be. These are not articles. This should not be in the news. No, this okay? is. We have too much information. We have too so much information. History hyenas every Sunday. Yep. Go check out the podcast. Go subscribe. Subscribe. Chris Stefano, Giannis Papas. Are you ready to do some emails? We're doing some emails, but wait a second. Can I just oh. get the uh, um, uh, real quick? Just the real quick story yeah, about Giannis's mom. Yeah, go to her mom. Okay. 
And also, I have a Patreon too. But I want you to join Jared's first. I want you to join Jared's first. Yeah. And then, when you have a couple of extra bucks left over, patreon.com slash Bay Ridge Boys. But real go. quick, Giannis's mom um, in Nazi occupied Greece, what happened is the Nazis were occupying, it'll be real quick. Nazis were occupying Greece. And uh, uh, because it's a mountainous terrain, Greek soldiers who were there, who were hiding from the Nazis, were starting to snipe off Nazi officers and soldiers. So, what they would do is when they would move their convoy from town to town, the Nazis, they would take the. You know, fourteen-year-old like beautiful girl of that village, and mm. tie her to a stick and point a gun at her head. And if anybody shot a Nazi in their convoy, they would kill the girl. Come on! And one day, Giannis's mother got tied to the fucking stick. Stop! And told and with German <sighs> Nazi soldiers gunned to her head. And if anybody in that convoy would have been killed, she would have been shot in the head. No and way! Yanni Papis, aka Freddie Fetacrumble, would not have been here. Wouldn't have been here. Today. Yeah, that's crazy. It, that's- it's crazy to think that that was like. Within this century, like like there's like Giannis's mother has a has an active memory of it and, and could talk to you about it. She can also talk to you about a German soldier who used to knock on their door every single day or at least weekly and ask no questions, just go into a back room and was in there for two hours, no questions. That they to, to the, now Giannis's mother recently thinks he was probably a spy for the U.S. or for the Allied troops. Really, he would ask no questions. He would just say, "You're letting me in." And I'm going in the back room. Do not open this door. You don't think he wanted to like just masturbate, take a nap, or maybe something? he did. Maybe like, he did. Like, 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 yeah, I know. You're like, oh, he's an international spy. Like, no, he was just jerking no, it was off. No, he's just a dude jerking off. Yeah, <laughs> he just he just wanted. He just liked how Giannis's mom smelled. Yeah, and he was like, I, I gotta come in here. And yeah, get, he's like, I, saw, I saw her on the stick last weekend. <laughs> Listen, go check out History Hyenas. You can get fun stories like that one. Uh, it's every yeah. Sunday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of uh, Giannis's mom getting threatened at gunpoint. There um, it is every Sunday. Uh, we are sponsored this episode, people. Oh, we love this sponsor. Ghost Tequila. Oh, and we got a spicy email today with Ghost Tequila. Spicy. It's hot. Introducing Ghost, the perfect balance of 100% agave, azul blanco, and a splash of ghost pepper designed to bring some spiciness into people's nights. Listen, people. I, I call it the apartment drink, okay? Ladies... Guys, we all love a spicy mark. Mm. Love a spicy mark. Love a spicy Slows mark. Slows you down. You get a you get a you get a nice little drunk off of it. It's really good. And it's and listen, low on the glycemic index. We're all trying to be healthier drinkers. Tequila is better than drinking the other shit. And this isn't meant to burn your face off. It's a little slight spicy. A slight spice. And normally 100% agave bottles cost like 40 bucks and up. Ghost Tequila is affordable, $25 per bottle. Right now, listeners of J-Train can get $5 off by going to ghosttequila.com, clicking buy online at the top right corner, and clicking on the Old Town Tequila button. So that's ghosttequila.com, promo code GHOST5 for $5 off. Uh, you can check the show notes for the link. Ghost Tequila, here's to a spicy one. Let's do the spicy email. You ready? Let's do it. Hi, Jared, Shelby, and guest. I'm feathering your nuts all the way from Denver. I went to the live podcast with a couple of friends. Uh, but more importantly, I have a question regarding the first date outfits for women. Do we show cleavage, show legs, cover everything? Do you ever even notice? I'm 26 and I've been single for over a year. I'm going on dates uh, here and there to see what happens, but not necessarily in a rush to get in a relationship slash married. I've always uh, wondered what guys think about how women dress on dates, especially the first. I do obviously want to keep the assholes away, so I'd love your advice. What do we think? I would say um, 
It depends <coughs> on the guy. I would say what I would always go with is if you feel sexy in it mm. and you feel good in it, then that's what you wear because the guy will undress you in his mind regardless. Yes, it so doesn't matter it, what you're wearing. We're sexualizing you. We're sexualizing you, and that's just – I don't think that that should be treated negatively. I think that's no, just the way just our brains are wired. I mean, we have testicles. And I salivate when I hear the smell of steak. Yeah, a man ultimately uh, and, and inherently and biologically wants to spread his seed mm. and a woman wants to receive the seed to give birth to the baby. That's just deep in our <laughs> DNA and it is what it that is. Sounds like, that sounds like how a creep would defense, defend himself in a courtroom. <laughs> yeah. It's like, listen, biologically, <laughs> I have to spread a seed and you biologically need to take the seed. You want to take the You want to, right? You know you want this seed. <laughs> but I would ultimately say... But there is a, like, you know, like there is a, there is a natural net where, you know, we all exist here for a reason. Sure. Of course. Men want to fuck and we look at you and we, there's, I, I, have you ever even noticed what a girl's wearing? Like, or just that she's put together? Just that she's put together. And what I do notice, what I think I notice, whether she's wearing, you know, a, 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 a cleavage shirt or if she's dressed like in a turtleneck, I notice her confidence. Yes. And I think if you feel confident and that's sexy a, in whatever it is, then that's what you wear, babe. It's, that's what you wear. <laughs> it's so funny, though. That's like the right answer. And then they'll be like, but what? Do you want to see tits or ass? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Listen, like, I'm definitely an ass man, but yeah. I I don't need to see it on the first day. I'm I'm a I think confidence I'll and say being this. Puerto Rican. Let me let me do <laughs> for you. For me. Yeah. You have to have a tattoo on at least one of your tits. Yeah, and then you're in with Chrissy Day. Yeah. Um my thing is exactly the same. I I gotta say. I I'll just say to the women out there, I've never I mean, unless it's like they're wearing the fucking sandwich board thing like i've never come back from a date and been like you won't believe what she fucking wore never never not once never said it i don't think i could even tell you and i've been in love with women yeah. what they were even wearing on the first date this is what i'm talking about so so take two men yeah. saying that for what it's two worth. men who are who are very in who are who re love and respect women who are in touch with the feminine side. And let's be clear, in five years from now, if this is a different world, potentially will be out of the closet. <laughs> so you got the right guys We today. might be together <laughs> exactly. in five years. But, and also, in addition to that, we're two guys who want to spread our seed. 100%. So in a very legal way. In the most appropriate way. Yes. So what I'm saying to all the women out there is two men who are alpha dog guys yes. are saying we've never even noticed this, but we have noticed when a girl is fucking comfy. Yes. When she is just in something that fits her like a glove and she's wearing it and she's walking it and she's got a whole vibe to her that says, this is what I fucking wear. Yep. The one thing with clothing that I have noticed is when girls go too dressed up. Yeah. That's, that is because it's a it makes you feel like you didn't do enough. I didn't do enough, and it also makes me feel like the girl, unless it's an event or you know she's comfortable in it, it's like she's trying too hard, and I don't want her to do that. I want her to be comfortable. So look, if she's the kind of girl who's comfortable in you know high heels and a prom dress to go to our first date at the TGF Fridays, that's on her, mm. and I'm cool with that. Yes. But also, if you show up in workout clothes, I'm fine with that too. Yes. Whatever you're feeling comfortable with. That was our spicy email of the week. Spicy! 
Right now, listeners, the J Train can get $5 off by going to ghosttequila.com, clicking buy online at the top right corner, clicking on the Old Town Tequila button. That's ghosttequila.com, ghosttequila.com, promo code GHOST5 for $5 off. Click buy online at the top right right corner, click on the Old Town Tequila button, GHOST5 is the promo code, promo code GHOST5, promo code GHOST5, ghosttequila.com, Ghost Tequila, here's the spicy ones. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do a dude email. Let's, yeah. Ooh, yeah. A dude email. J Train, big fan of the podcast. I've been listening since you were asking for shits and tits on Snapchat. I'm the guy that sent you a DM saying I was about to op- do my first open mic. It went way better than expected. Congrats, buddy. Good for you, I man. I still can't believe I got a full bar, a bar full of random strangers to laugh at my jokes. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, well, here we go. Here's yeah. the here's the problem already. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, finish. That, not a good listener. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to do it again. With all that aside, I'm dying on the dating apps. Every time I match with a girl on Tinder or Hinge, I'll start a conversation, but I won't get a response. Maybe they weren't laughing at the joke. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that my conversation started was the issue. I tried different lines. I tried asking questions. I tried to be flirty and make jokes, but to no avail. What could I be doing wrong, or do girls just match with guys they have no intention of talking to just to feed their ego? And how long should I wait to unmatch with them? Your advice would be greatly appreciated. What do we think? Um, so what I think about uh, these apps and all, and you know, you're, you're, the, the question, the guy's question, which first of all, welcome to the open mics. Welcome to the shit. Yeah. Um, comedy, it's, I'm happy that you had a nice first outing. It's going to get a lot worse for mm-hmm. you and it's going to really hurt, but these are all positive things. Stay with it for as long as you can. Hopefully uh, we meet you someday. And record those sets and re-listen to them. Maybe you didn't make a full bar laugh. So Most we'll likely you didn't and if, and if, and if, and if the uh, uh, bar was full of a lot of your friends, then it doesn't count even more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so two douches bringing you down to earth. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, it's not but about hear, bringing. Yeah. I'm just trying to be honest with you. Of it's course. just like I mean, I, I felt the same, but you got to, you got to. Uh, it's 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 tough. But welcome to the comedy. Anyway, um, I think with these apps and all this stuff, you know, you match with someone. I think a lot of people, as we're scrolling through Facebook and Instagram, and it's just, mm. it's just, you know, you're liking pictures you don't even like. I think that's what happens with these apps. You may match with someone that, not that you don't, not that you dislike them, but it's mindless. Here, here, you're on the train yeah, and you're absolutely. just pressing like. This guy, I don't like that he's, uh, he's taken this so personally. Good call. That he's like, are they just matching with me for their fucking egos? And it's like, I, we've given that. If I've given that advice a lot on this with people you know. Here's the, with people you know. Yes, there are people that do things for their own ego and sure. relationships. There are people <coughs> that will text with you for months just to keep up that someone will text them back. That is their own ego, but right. that's someone you've spoken to. Right. <coughs> what this guy's saying, and is the mistake a lot of people make on these apps is that they think they know these people they match with more than they do. They've created. A, a reality that doesn't exist a of false course. reality so they'll be like they match with me then they'll look at their pictures and they'll be like and they'll start imagining what life will be together and they'll go through their instagram with right. their handles there and they'll go oh i see how i would fit in here and the ex-boyfriend looks like me and then the girl doesn't answer and they go what the fuck is this bitch's problem well yeah. 
You don't fucking know her. You don't know her. And the truth, and this is a big problem, and, and it's just a, a sign of the times about kind of the narcissistic, egotistical world we live in. Nobody really cares about you. Yes. I, and what I'm saying, when I say And nobody, we say that as nice as possible. And when I say, but when I say nobody cares about you, I'm not talking about you, anyone specifically. I'm talking the about us you. as the as a human race, I, myself included. I'm aware nobody cares. So if somebody doesn't message me back or if somebody doesn't, you know, That's follow them. me back, I'm not going to unfollow them and be like, fuck this guy. Or if somebody, if somebody like what happened, you know, personal to... To us and and fucking uh, uh, Freddie, um, you know, like if somebody writes something on, if somebody write, says something on Instagram and makes a comment about something, it's like not everything's about you. No, dude. not everything. You can't about just you. sit there and be like, "Is this guy fucking? Is this he taking a shot at me?" It's like, did he tag you in it? No. <laughs> then the answer's no. And just stop. Yeah, it's just, just stop. It, we have to. And this is not your fault because this is natural and human. This guy is like they match with me. Why won't they answer? Here's what we do. Here's how I swipe an app. You swipe these things in point zero one seconds. Exactly. So you go swipe. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. Then you get the matches and you go. Then it's like a crab fisherman. Now you're throwing back all the nut, the crabs that aren't big enough. Right. That's what you think of this like crab fisherman. You go out to sea. You take the net. You swath in all the crabs you can get. Right. And then they start measuring the crabs. That's it. And then they go, nah, that one back in the ocean. This one I keep. This one out of the ocean. And they're only taking the ones that are ripe for them. So yeah. these people that are matching with you, maybe they're matching with you, but that means nothing. There's levels to this. And we're, we're swiping every day at every point in our day. Right. Whether you want to realize it or not. You're swiping on the app, and then you're getting. Then they're saying hello, and you're swiping again. Yeah. Then you set up the date, and you're and you're going. Oh, it's this Tuesday. Now you're swiping again. All these chances to cancel, and it's because. And the reason we're feeling bad about it is because we get turned down more than ever today. Because there's more chance we're meeting more people than we've ever met. Exactly. So well said. My thing is, don't a match. Just go talk to whoever you're talking to. Don't use lines. The best line you can use is personal to their profile. You see whatever the first thing you see in their profile is that sticks out to you. Talk about that because that is personal and we're and back to the whole narcissist thing. Yeah. We're all narcissists. So we want to hear about the profile that I made. You know what I like to do, too, sometimes with an opening line? Um, I like to do something or say something that they wouldn't think a guy that I guess look like me whatever mm. they have because you know because when you see a picture you just you kind of you compare that person to a type of person sure so i think i get compared to like a douchey lacrosse of type course. of person so what i like to do is open up a message with like with like um hi you know hi, like something hello skis or same sickles yeah, or yeah. yumsicles something <laughs> like that i try to put that in you go off brand yeah i'm like I eat, i'm like eating a couple slices of pizza yumsicles hope you're doing the same z's <laughs> hashtag yumsicles hashtag yeah Yumsies. Yeah, it's something like that. You know? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chris Stefano. Let's do this. How much time we got left, Shelby? What are we looking at right now? We're at 48. So we got like, we got time. Let's do a couple quick ones. I, I think you'd be hour? a great person. We do an hour, but okay. I think you'd be a great person to go to for this one. Sure. Pregnancy scare. Woo! I've been there. You've been there. I've been a pregnancy realization and a scare. Few scares. You're, you've had a few scares. I've had a few scares, and then I've had an actual fucking a child, an actual child, a yeah. beautiful child. Oh God, the most beautiful. There's no more fun thing than to watch her on Instagram. She's truly 
a gem on Instagram. She is. Love Great her. Great to watch. People will come up to me in the street and be like, love your daughter. Really? Yeah. They'll say, what? one lady said to me last week, she was like, I would, I would take a picture with you if you had your daughter. Only if. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> well, we'll take the $5, please. Yeah, I, please. Join the Patreon. Train. My girlfriend and I are both 23, dating about seven months. Good age. Recently just had our first real pregnancy scare. Thank God no babies, but still completely freaked, and I see myself instinctively trying to distance myself from her and the relationship. Is this due to the scare, or do you think this is a signaling a deeper-seated issue with the relationship? Any and all advice would be appreciated. Okay, so I personally, anytime I've had a pregnancy scare mm-hmm. with a girl, it... Does it change the dynamic of the relationship? It only changes the dynamic... One girl I had a pregnancy scare with was interesting. I had a pregnancy scare with her, and it made me like her more because it's. I, st- I started to th- well, just because you I, thought of her as a mom. I started to think about like shit. Well, if she is pregnant, you start to really look deep inside a person and say, "I could be with this girl." So what I think what happened with this kid is he had the pregnancy scare and just kind of instinctually he started to think about her mm-hmm. long term and being with her long term and a bigger commitment yes. and what she would be as a mom and what she would be as a as a as a permanent point part of his life well, the, and he did not like what he saw. Well that's the thing. It's not it's not much a I, I wouldn't think it's a judgment as her as a mom. Like I think anyone you're with or has, yeah. or as a girlfriend you're like they'd be a good mom but you're like how will she be as my partner for the rest for of my life? Because even if you don't marry her, she's a, a a, she is a part. Like my kids' mom, we're not together. She is a part she's of my life. 50% ownership of the firm of the baby. Yes, yeah, 50% ownership of the firm of the baby. And make no mistake, my only thing that I even care about in life is that firm of the baby. Yes. So I have to be what she is So you is guys got to work together to make it work. We got everything. Everything I do in my life has got to kind of go through well, my kid and so, her mom. So this scare is kind of is similar to her him being like, "Oh man, I I just saw had a flash where she was my business partner, and it turned me away a little." And I bit. didn't like it, and I think he needs to pay attention to that. I think that the truth of the matter is, and I want to say, uh, you know, I want to tell you that soulmates are real and true love is real. I want to tell you all that, but the truth is, is you're 23 years old. Yeah, ma- something like a marriage, which is what you know people people's parents mm-hmm. will, will force you to do eventually marriage you know understand that again you'll hear this on history hyenas as well it's <laughs> just something is the institution of marriage is just something that was created before you could even leave your village yeah so it was just it was it's an archaic thing <laughs> marriage is not a natural human thing yeah it's for it was it's a business proposition for property management so it's not about love so I think what you saw, I think you, saw, I think when she got pregnant, you saw all that. You saw, oh, I have to marry her now, and I have to do this, and I yeah. do that. And you're and, like, I don't see the match. And you're freaked out by it. It does make you go ahead in time. I would say, I don't think it's that there's something deeply wrong with the relationship, but maybe you saw why it shouldn't work out. Exactly. And and that's like to make and, a, being 23 years old, the point of is, course. to make real quick, 23 years old, it's most likely not going to work out. Yeah, most likely. It's most likely. The chances are very, very, very I low. I think the only way to get more comfortable is to talk this out as, it, like to the point where it's like crazy that you're talking it out so much. Like, like I think it's okay to say to her, hey, listen, why did this scare happen? Let's, let's, let's go through the tapes. Let's make sure this doesn't happen again. Like, is it because I'm not, are, are we pulling out? Are we using condoms? Are we not using condoms? And you're using the pill. Did we miss a day of the pill? 
What made this happen? That's what everybody does on a football team. You go look yeah. at the tapes, and then you discuss. And then I think it's about being comfortable with you, how you guys, you know, birth control is something you guys are doing somewhat together. Right. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of women are rolling their eyes at that. I'm saying, I don't mean, like, you guys, especially with the pill and having, you know, the the thing that goes in your vagina. The like diaphragm? That, the whatever it is, it fucking sounds hor- horrific. Um, it sounds like it fucking hurts. So I... I can't imagine what women are going through for us to be able to have safe sex. So you you have to say to her, listen, I whatever you're doing is great, but I have to make sure that we know as a team how this works so that right. I can feel comfortable having sex again. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think and I think that Or you say, "Hey, I thought about it. I you know, it's not a, how I think of you as a mom. I just I had a moment where I flashed to our future together and I didn't see it." And I didn't see it. And and, and that's okay too. I was just going to say and that, make no mistake, is okay. Jade, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I just farted into the couch. I apologize. It's okay. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast. By the way, you. Oh, God. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You're, looking, you're looking good. You're looking svelte. I'm you're trying, look, man. You're thinning out you know and I you think, look good. You know what I think it is? People are like, when you're going to go to these schools, you're going to fucking drink and party like crazy. But when I go to them, I can't go on on Friday night because we tape Saturday morning. Yeah. So really, it's cut down my drinking. Right. Because Friday night, I don't go out at all. Right. I get to the gym when whatever town I'm in, I find like a 24-hour fitness and I go there. Right. And then I get done and I go have dinner and then I'm done for the day. Jared, I got to be honest with you. Sitting in your place, seeing what you're doing, everything going on in your career, you're just doing it right. I'm trying my best, and man. And, and, and positive things are all around you. And you're a guy, you're a guy who you always... See, here's 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 what people don't know about Jared, but what I always knew. Jared and I, we've been friends from the beginning. Long time. We were friends from the stand up New York Open Mic 2010. Absolutely. So I've always I've always been I've always been a passenger amongst the J train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've gonna... always been on the J train. <laughs> but a lot of people doubted Jared. Kind of was like, ah, eh, whatever, whatever, whatever. And now Jared, what he's doing is creating a fucking empire. Trying and now you're selling best. tickets left and right. And now people are hearing your comedy. You're crushing wherever you go. And, you know, and, and when I sit in a, a place that you own, that it's all and you have a whole business going on, all the people that hated on you along the way <laughs> fucking have. Roommate. I didn't know all these people hated on me. No, no, no. Not hated on naysayers. Pe- people naysayers, not naysayers, but people, you know, because we have a business, mm. right? Here's here's our business. We have a business where if you're not doing certain things, if you're not doing the hour special and the late night sets and this and that, you're not a real comic. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's to make people feel better. It's all bullshit. What you're doing, mm. what you do, the career you have, is what everybody should strive for. Well, I'm trying to go straight to the people because, you know, the thing about it is I think there's a luxury in that we get set, we get fired every day. Good call. A lot of people Good don't call. have the luxury of getting fired. When you're fired, you got to scramble. Right. So, you know, I... You know, stand up wise, I'd love to do the special. I'd love it. But then you see, you don't these, need it. but you see these people that are the in charge of it and you see who gets pushed along for like half hour special. And you're like, oh, this had nothing to do with stand up at all. No, this they're, just a, they're just d- a gay Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's, good. Uh, he's pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, no, but I'm saying like you see who gets, you know. I, I, you know, Schultz is the the, the best example. Schultz, right I now. mean, look if you Andrew Schultz, if and you don't I pu- follow him. I go put follow you, him. but I put you in the Andrew Schultz uh, family, which is a, a big compliment because I mean he just sold out Europe. 
I mean, he sold up a, a, a European tour. That's yeah. I mean, nuts. so but you have that same thing. So it's good. So I'm I'm and I'm a but, guy. I'm you know I I you're you inspire me. I appreciate. I'm going to send but you a I, fucking email. I, I want to feather your fully fucking cock. feathered. I'm feathered as fuck. Um, yeah. But the Schultz thing. If you guys don't know who he is or go, haven't followed him yet, go follow Andrew Schultz and see what he's doing. He had a special like. Ready to go, and they were like, and no. everyone was like, "No." Then he put it on YouTube, and it's got cum- millions cumul- of hits, cumulative about fifteen million views, it's and cr- it's like that would be that's ten times as much as any of the networks that passed on him could hope for. And it's because they were like, you know, it's like he crushes, he's funny. Mm-hmm. Like to say he's not like he's great, he's great, he's an entrepreneur like, as as are you. So, so it's just I just want to say it's it's a great thing. Here I want to do this last question, then we'll do a news item. Then I um, want you to put your fucking cock and balls in my mouth. Right away. Beautiful. You too, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> question about <laughs> nudes. I feel like you're a master of nudes. I told nudes? actually yeah. I told a story about you on another podcast. Which one? The remote? Your, the remote. Remote dick. I want you to tell people what you have going on. Okay, so what I have going on is this was must have I been. referenced you as a friend because I didn't want to give away the story. I didn't want to like but I was like, this is yeah. the best. So about a year ago, um, I was talking to whatever, sexting, and a girl asked me to send a picture of the Brajol. And I had just penis. penis. And I just cranked one out. So I was flaccid as fuck. F A F. So you're like miniature. Um, a mini I'm horse. Le- Vern Troyer. <laughs> Vern Troyer. <laughs> yeah, okay. mini, mini me dick. Mini me dick. <laughs> so she's like, come on, I want to see it, I want to see it. So I'm like, I got nothing. So what I said, and we had just started talking, I really wanted to show her. So I said, I looked at the Verizon Fios remote as I'm looking at yours right now. Mm. I was wearing gray sweatpants, mm. relatively tight gray sweatpants. Yeah. I was wearing gray sweatpants. I put the Verizon remote buttons facing in onto my actual penis in my sweatpants and said, Wow. This looks like I have a giant erect dick. And I've seen the picture. It is crazy how real to life it looks. It looks. It looks like that's how you have to sit, live a life. It looks like I have a gigantic dick. Huge hog. Huge hog. Yeah. And I send that out now as my dick pic. And what's happened is life comes full circle. Yeah. So what's happened is is over the I've sent it out to all my friends as their dick pic. Yes. And there's a neighborhood girl. I won't give her name away. Who's you know not that she's promiscuous, but you know she's she's a, she's a girl of the friend group. Good for and her. You know she's had sex with a couple of the friends. Mm. Got the same dick pic from two different guys. My <laughs> dick pic, and now the jig is up with with her. Now she knows. Now the she deal. knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we came clean, and she's fine with it. But, but so you send it to these girls, and they are like, "Wow, that's a huge dick." Yeah. And then perception becomes reality. But see that, and there you go. So they they're going into it thinking I have a big dick, but then I have a system there. So what we do is, well, you know, on the uh, you know, whenever I think we're going to get close to having sex, we we'll have a, you know, of course, we'll always have a couple of drinks. You know, every, sure. you want to feel good, loosen loose, up, loosen up. You know, whatever. But every, everyone's you know, everyone's making decisions. Nobody's you know being taken advantage of. Of course, I feel like you just have to say that in 2018 nowadays. It's like <laughs> I, we're you know, yeah, it's a little ridiculous. But I agree. But yeah, you do have to yeah, say yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's okay. like every, everybody's responsible and consenting and willing. But I make sure all the lights are off and I just try to get it as wet as possible because I know that uh, I don't have anywhere close to a Verizon Fios no, no, remote. No, 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 no. You don't got Fios. Level Cox. Yeah. I don't have, yeah, I don't have Fios. I don't have 5G. Yeah. So, so I. <laughs> You're working with analog dick. But for the most part, exactly. But for the, I got Zenith Cock. For the most, for the most. Time mo- Warner dick. <laughs> for the most part, women that first, you know, with the perception of the dick. Plus, getting them wet and having the lights out, they usually have a nice first sex session. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is a real thing where people see and then they imagine it 
and then it is the imaginative it, thing. It is what it is, yeah. Hi, Jared. I have a question about how soon to take nudes with someone. I'm a 22-year-old um, and had a brief fling with a 37-year-old guy before I graduated. Oh, That's boy. a big age swing. That is big. Um, well, have you ever been with someone that old, uh, older than you? You ever me? go with an older woman? I have. I went when I was 19. I had sex with a 53-year-old woman. Stop it. Yes, I did. 53-year-old woman. 53-year-old Latina woman. She now, this girl really sent hot. her picture, sent her Instagram handle. She is She's gorgeous. a babe. She's a babe. Gorgeous. Yeah. So, for reference. She's 100% a hottie. So, if she wants to send out nudes, they would be well-received. I mean, I'm looking. So, let's look. We went. We met at a club and got dinner and drinks a few days later. I spent the night in the mor. I spent the night and in the morning he pulled up his phone out and said he wanted to take a picture of me. I stopped him for obvious reasons, but it creeped me out. I've taken pictures with boyfriends in the past and thought it was a bit uh, invasive. For the first time, sleeping together. What do you think he? Why do you think he tried? Was it really just for him to have for himself? For context, I spent the night with him and then ghosted mainly because he wanted to give me money, gifts in exchange for being his girlfriend, <laughs> which I found super fucking weird. Yeah, this is like a sugar daddy situation. Yeah, it's like he's, he's I also being realized weird. on the second day that he was uncircumcised, which tipped things over the edge since I was Oof. already so turned off. So Thanks. Hope to see a show soon. What do we think? Not a Jew. Not a Jew. Not circumcised. I've never. That's got to be brutal to deal with an uncircumcised piece. That's a what? To deal with an uncircumcised piece. I mean, it's got to be horrifying for it's, someone yeah. that. I mean, we we've gone down the uncircumcised hole on this podcast oh, before. Okay. Sorry, because people send in their experiences with it, didn't notice. When it's hard, you don't notice. But okay. it's, I would assume any different thing in anything that right. you see for the first time is tough. Right, right, right. Yeah. Think I, about the woman who saw your penis after thinking it was a Verizon FiOS. Clicker. Yeah. And she was like, "Whoa, that thing has warts on it." Yeah. So yeah. what do you what do you think? Why did he want to take the? So they have one night together, and then he wants to take a picture of her. How would you explain this to her? I, if a guy's wanting to take pictures of you, I think he's into some. I don't want to say it's a weird fetish. That's not the right thing, but mm. it's a little bit of an overtly creep thing to do. And I just think after one date asking for that, he's a little desperate. And I would just proceed with caution. I think as I mean, we looked at your pictures. I mean, we're looking at your Instagram account. We immediately went, you're hot. You're hot. Okay. So, so I, we, I get it. I, I get, get it yeah. in the sense that this guy who's 37 is like, I'm here's the thing. When you're 22 and he's 30 and still in college and he's 37, he knows he can get out of that. Right. So you're. And I don't mean this in any way because you seem like a good person. You wrote in. This is all. Everything you're doing is right. He's creepy. He's wrong. But I'm saying you're somewhat of a novelty to him. Exactly. You're someone that he's going to go back. And any guy who wants to take a picture of you, whether you've been together a long time or not, while you're naked in bed, is not a good dude. Yeah. He doesn't have like good intentions with that picture. 100%. So for this guy, he's like, I'm never going to be with a 21-year-old girl, 22-year-old girl right. who hasn't graduated college again. I got to show this to somebody. Exactly. And somebody could be just him when he masturbates later. Exactly. It's just not going to a good place. Right. And that's different than when you when you send a picture to a guy, it's usually because you trust him. Right. This guy knows he doesn't have your trust, so he's like, I got to get this picture when I can. Right. So he's looking at you in the bed and being like, you look fucking hot. I got to masturbate to this at some point. And because we have the tools, right. we use the tools. Right. 
I agree. And I'm not saying the the tools aren't used for good. That's the problem. It's just I, this is what he's doing. I'm I'm gonna say also too if you wanna you know nudes if you know it's a big thing to you if you know you wanna that you want that to be sacred. He's not the guy. Well, that's the thing. You, Sending the nudes means you already trust them and you have built up something where you're like, this is someone who won't hurt me. Yeah. Trying to take him on your own, that's a guy who's like looking to run away to the fucking paparazzi. Yeah, you know, yeah. He just doesn't seem like the right nude guy. No. Shelby Shelby is the right nude guy. Yes. He's guy worse. like Shelby. Yeah. Just a you nice guy who vet, celebrates fall. You have to vet anyone with nudes. 100%. You can't. I mean, like, that's why Chris is sending out a picture of a Verizon remote. Yeah, somebody was like, "I'm a, some girl threatened a few months ago. She's like, I'm going to tweet out that picture of your dick. I was like, good, I'll retweet it and tag Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd love that one. <laughs> Chris Stefano, thank you for coming on. Uh, History Hyenas every Sunday. Go check it out. Go find it on Laughable. History Hyenas every Sunday with Giannis Papas. At Chrissy D Comedy. At Chris D Comedy. Chris D Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. There's, there it is, Bubba's. Go follow. Go support. Shelby, do we have any news items? We got one news item. Let's do the news. You guys uh, fans of space. Yes, space. big space guy. Is that a part of any history, space uh, history? We have, uh, well, you know, Pluto's not a planet. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, that's one thing. We're not alone. I'll tell you that much. You don't think we're alone? I don't think we're alone. I think I think we're at all. Well, I think if you have you ever seen that video of the camera pulling out from Earth and then all the way out into the known galaxy? I've seen, seen Men in Black. Yeah. No, no, but no, but not that. Like you ever go to like the planetarium in the in the um, what do you call it? Natural History Museum. There's that video online from there. I've watched it on YouTube. It just pulls back for about five minutes. Going at light speed. Okay. And it just shows you how not only s small Earth is in our galaxy, but how small our galaxy is comparative to others. Oh, just the smallness. Like how, how much of how a speck on the thing yeah, we are. Yeah, How yeah, yeah. it's not even... Uh, it's, it, I guess it would be a narciss uh, an act of narcissism to believe that we could be the only ones. It's not... Ha I mean, yeah. Have you ever seen that video of the... Uh, the fighter pilots that see the the things like take off in real yeah. time, and then yeah. that's why we have space force now. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. But that could be space. But that could just be another government. We don't know what it we is. don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's well, happening? What's going shops? on in space? Well, that weirdo Elon Musk just announced that weirdo Elon Musk. This is a very unbiased reporting I, by you. I thought you were a newsman. I Shelby. test drove a Tesla the other day. Great car. I was offered. There's a person that follows me on Instagram. I don't know if she follows me or uh, this podcast. She was like, do you, if you ever want to come take a ride. She's a Tesla girl. Yeah. Good. Why'd you test drive it? Just, just, to, just to experience it. So it you were fantastic. just walked in? You were just like, I'm yeah, going to test drive it? you can test drive them. Sure. Anytime. Anytime. They, did they look at you and go, mm-mm? Like there's no vetting that anyone could walk in there? Yeah, you could just uh, do it. I just did it. I did it in- Shelby uh, could walk in in his- Yeah, I did fall, it in Jersey. His, his, his spice latte yeah. outfit. Yeah. Well, I and mean, they're like, hop in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've heard they catch on fire, but <laughs> his company, SpaceX, yes. has just announced its first private passenger to oh. go to the moon. So what is the trip to Whoa. the moon? Are they going to like land on the moon and he can, and like whoever buys tickets can just like prance around? Or is it like you see the moon and then we loop back? 
you get to go there for the small, small price of millions and millions of dollars. Okay. And this guy, uh, his name is Yusaka Mazawa. He owns Mr. One of, Mazawa. One of the bit. He's a billionaire, of course. Okay. Uh, he owns. He's Japanese. He owns a giant online fashion retailer. He's kind of like the Jap- Japanese sort of Elon Musk. Like he used to be a punk drummer. Got it. So he's like Japanese uh, Virgin Atlantic guy. Richard Branson. Richard Branson more than he Musk served- is an inventor at least. One time he this guy uh, spent 110 million on a painting. Like he just oh, so this whatever. guy's living it up. Yeah. And he's Do you think those guys think they're dead ever? Like what do you mean? Like Mazawa has enough money to spend over a hundred million dollars on a painting. Is he sitting there going, "I must be on heaven on earth"? Yeah, he should. Right? Yeah, like pro- Musk is miserable. Musk is. Well, I listened to that Joe Rogan interview, and it's scary. He's he yeah. speaks like someone that thinks the world is coming to a close. Yeah, that's he, why I prefaced it by saying he's a weirdo. He's yeah, a weirdo. Yeah, it, yeah, was it was a something. little weird that podcast. It was interesting though. I did like it. It was interesting, but I don't like. I don't like that he's like given up <laughs> like, yeah. this is our only hope and he's like yeah i've just come to terms that the the robots are gonna beat us yeah, yeah it's kind of weird so so million d- this mazawa's bought a bought a trip on the plane first one and he's also saying he would invite six to eight artists to join him on the lunar flyby See, oh, so oh, they're it's a not flyby. Landing. Yeah, it's a flyby situation. That's different. It's a one-week trip. I know that. But only 24 people have ever left, like, the magnetic shield that surround, you know, the protective shield in between 68 and 72 when we were flying to the moon. What do you mean? Earth. What magnetic shield? You said magnetic so shield. So nobody like I would know. protective magnetic shield. So do shows. we have a protective magnetic shield? I think so. It's like it's like a security system. <laughs> Shelves, let me ask you a question. I don't it's know like if you in know space the, balls when they open up the thing. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know the answer to this. But have we le- gone on to the moon since the 70s? We have not. That's why this is such a big deal. Nobody, no country. It's strange that we never wanted to like just go back to check yeah, it cause, out. Because you would think like we got there in 69 or whatever. Yeah. Why would we not go back? Uh, there's this thing called the Challenger explosion kind of maybe sullied some people on that. Well, got it. it's interesting to me that we just were like, all right, we did it. Now we're done. Now we're done. I know the Challenger thing is, is a big part of it, but, you know, things happen. You know, that's uh, a horrible tragedy. There's the another same. one early aughts that blew up. Why don't we send some robots? Has there ever been a human being that's been lost in space? Their bodies floating. Matt Damon in that movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> George Clooney. But I mean, has yeah. that ever happened? I know that there's been people have been lost in the atmosphere, blown up, but to has me, anyone nothing's ever more th- horrifying than what happened to George Clooney in that in that movie. That's brutal. Gravity. 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 And he just floats away. Forever. And it's like you just have to starve to death. Well, Is that what I, happens? I think once you run out of oxygen, you're done. That's a scary way to go. Yeah. Last 20 minutes on Earth or in just... It's just over. Rotating. Just over. Yeah. It's peaceful. Peaceful, I guess. Well, well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. <laughs> at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat, at Classic Shelb. Go support Chris to Stefano. Thank you. Toad's preach, my man. 
Totes Preach, uh, History Hyenas every Sunday. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends. That's how this grows. Keep making your Instagram stories. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.